0: When I was working in office, now, granted, I've spent most of my life, my adult career, in offices. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I've worked. A lot of things started shifting. I'd say about ten years ago, where like big companies were adding work out spaces, gyms. They're bringing in like fitness instructors, trainers, into corporate offices because people were having health problems Mm -hmm. because oh by the way sitting for you know six to ten hours a day is going to take a toll on your mental and physical health so i think that this is sort of a swap Mm -hmm. where you've got so many more people who are able to work mobile and not everybody has a co-working space like I talk to a lot of people, even people who are remote, and, you know, co-working spaces are, they can be expensive Mm -hmm. in a lot of places. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch.
1: Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We are going to be talking about gyms that have co-working spaces mm, on the yes. street, right? Or co-working yes. spaces that have nope, gyms?
0: Gyms that have co-working spaces,
1: right? Chains, basically, I guess, fitness studio chains that are starting to incorporate co-working spaces into their actual facilities how this is, can be a possible new trend in, uh, I guess, work-life balance. That, would that be a fair thing to say? Yeah. Or, I mean, uh, we're going to talk about more when we get into the media yeah. podcast. Uh, but before we do, we want to thank you guys for listening. Tuning in this week. We are over 380 episodes into the Addictive Fitness Podcast. And if anyone has listened to all 380 episodes, please send us a message. We will shout you out on the next podcast without a doubt. Um, we oh. will test you though. I will, if you send me a message, you guys can <laughs> connect with us on uh, Instagram at the ATF podcast. So, we will test your ATF knowledge to make sure that you are legit, that you've listened to all 380 episodes. So, um, but if you have, please send us a message. But it is not required. Uh, You guys can always get a shout out on the podcast if you leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. We super are, we really, really, uh, appreciate those but also um they help us out a bunch because they make us more discoverable no discoverable discoverable uh and, and long uh amongst all the fitness and health podcasts so you guys can help us help us help you um so thanks again for that um now training recaps i think my training recap is uh, going to lead into what's got me pumped at the end of the podcast.
0: Oh. So uh,
1: I was focusing in on jiu-jitsu this week, like I said, more at the end of the podcast. But um, so my first two days of the week, I focused a lot on uh, uh, jiu-jitsu, had some good hard rolls, um, and I knew I was going to slow it down. And then I recovered for the rest of the week. Um, actually I had to do a little bit of weight cutting, which I will talk about more in the end of the podcast. What's got us pumped. Uh, but really this, this week was kind of started off really hard and then it was all about recovery. Uh, got some massage work done, uh, this week. I hit the sauna, lots of stretching. So I do want to talk about my massage. I, I think I've mentioned it, that I do a little monthly membership at a local massage studio here in town. And I found a lady who I, a woman who is pretty, I would say pretty effective. You know, it's the thing with massage therapists. And I know this is, uh, not everybody gets to have these type of, I guess, uh, experiences, but, um, for someone like myself, it's definitely necessary. Um, you need to have somebody that obviously is knowledgeable but is also willing to listen to you. And this is mm-hmm. from my experience. Yes. If you have a certain, you know, area that always is kind of a, a chronic sore spot, uh, literally and physically or figuratively, I should say, um, it's good to have a massage therapist that actually will address that area. I would say pay more attention to that area because Um, that's what my kind of, uh, issues is like my upper back, my neck, my, uh, my traps and scapula are always super tight and super, I mean, bound up. So I, uh, I had my massage therapist focus on that. I was very pleased. It was kind of funny because, um, after we were done, she's like, do you do any stretching and mobility? And I was like, yes, I do it every day. Just jujitsu kind of ruins, especially my neck. Um, but, uh. She was very effective. I was very happy with her, and then I found out that she's moving out of town. So
0: no, I have to find
1: a new uh, massage therapist at can that studio. Can you ask
0: her if she recommends anybody? Possibly. A lot of times they'll have like a associate or someone who uses a similar style.
1: Yes. Well, I, my, I have that's I have some sad. limiting factors for me because right. I can only go at a certain time. Right. Literally, the only time I have open is like lunchtime. So I have very small, kind of a smaller choice to choose from or a ch- pool to choose from, I should say, choice to choose from. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to try out a new one next time I go. So I'll keep you guys updated and see how it goes. So, But um, she was very good. This was my last, uh, I guess, massage with her. I was very effective and I felt great uh, going into what I'm going to talk about. In What's Got Me Pumped. So, how was your training recap? I think you did. You were pretty productive this week from what I remember.
0: Yes, I was. Um, I fused some strength workouts. Also, I will get into more in the What's Got Me Pumped section. Um, and some spinning classes this week. And actually did six days. Of workouts, it's five. You're holding up five. I know. I'm holding up a thumb. Oh, sorry. Six days. Gotcha. <laughs> Six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yes, that was that was pretty big for me because I I have been on some good runs of you know training regularly, and then I got sick, and then it was my birthday, and just you know, life happening and getting caught up in it. So I felt really good, though, to do a little bit. I really liked kind of this this pattern that I mm-hmm. established this week where I'm really focused on the strength portion, but I throw in cardio and we will do, like, a dedicated cardio workout once or twice a week. But, like, my focus is the strength, which Mm -hmm. is kind of the opposite of what I'd been doing for a while, which was I would lean on my spinning because it was something I was really comfortable with, and I would throw in, like, a strength workout here and there. So this reverse, I will say, it was a very different kind of uh, muscle burn and... I Again, I'll get more into it later, but my muscles were exhausted by the end of the week, especially like my legs, but they weren't so sore that I couldn't function. You know, I wasn't gingerly walking around the house, Mm -hmm. avoiding, you know, sitting, things like that. I I was able to function and I was able to continuously keep training, not being like so overloaded that my muscles were screaming in pain and recovery. So that to me was much more sustainable. And I was very pleased about that. And it allowed me to to mix those workouts and do more workouts.
1: Wow. So. So you you feel that you found a good routine? I do. All right, well that's good. Do you think we're gonna repeat it this week? hope so. All right. We will find out next week. We'll find
0: out. (laughs) Stay tuned
1: for next week. So um, now that we're done with training recaps let's go into the main topic of discussion for this week's episode and that is I would say we call them big box gyms adding co-working spaces. So you found an interesting article on Wall Street Journal talking about how some big box gyms are actually adding a whole nother floor or area that people can do co-working in. They can do their Zoom calls and their work from home. Uh, Instead of working from home, they're working from the gym. Um, And some people are taking advantage of this and talking about the benefits of this. Mm -hmm. Um, In the article that you provided and a couple of ones that I I looked at, it seemed that the the lifetime fitness um, chain of gyms was starting to add uh, co-working spaces i looked on their website and it seemed that there was probably maybe 10 now that already have them around the united states and probably another three or four that are adding more or they're going to add more in another three or four other ones Um, so it's uh, the closest one we have is miami florida looks like it has a co-working in the lifetime fitness i know we have a lifetime or had a lifetime I don't know if it's still there over at International Mall here in Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Um, but I thought um, they got bought up. It might have. I thought I heard somebody mention that too. I, I thought it was rather recent, but I thought I heard somebody say that. Um, but the whole concept of someone basically who works remotely um, instead of just staying home they actually go to the gym maybe the first thing in the morning they do a workout then they have they're able to shower then they go up to their co-working space they're able to work out, work actually work do their uh, uh, you know their nine to five and maybe take a break in the middle of the day to do some sort of working out or exercise or stretching and or finish their day with uh, working out or exercise and stretching um, in my opinion first like right off the bat, I think it's great. You know, I mean, I've I've done. I mean, I've done very limited, very and very limited compared to you. uh, The the work from home thing, and it it is very challenging to get into a diligent routine of actually staying on task when I'm at home. You know, I get distracted about from other, like I get distracted by other things that are just like, just I don't know, but you call them like, you know. Chores or whatever you call them around the house, yeah, like routine
0: tasks
1: and stuff. Yeah, I will really get distracted by those when I'm here at the house. Uh, even though if I'm doing Zoom calls or if I'm our Zoom workouts for with clients or I'm trying to do you know whatever uh administrative work I have to do on the computer or creative work for their website, um, it's it's very hard to stay on task. Um, and even to that, like at the gym where I train clients. I don't really train at the gym. You know, if I have time to work out, I literally, I will go to a big box gym. You guys heard me talk about, I have an LA Fitness membership, which is another big box gym, chain gym. And I will literally go all site from a gym to another gym to do my workout. You know, it's mainly because we, they don't, at my studio, we don't have as many, uh, uh, the, the, the machines that I like to use and or the sauna and pool, obviously, but, um, it's just, it's a whole idea of getting outside, I think your actual, uh, um, what, where you're comfortable with, you know, and, uh, um, I think people they talked about in the article are, are, you know, after post pandemic, Are looking to get out more you know the high Mm. obviously there's more people working from home but these people not that they kind of miss the the office aspect i think yeah they kind of like the having somewhere to go every day i think a lot of people do what about you
0: i mean i the thing is office people want to be home more i feel like yeah. And home people, I think they they appreciate going into an office every once in a while. But there is something about having a versatile space. You know, a lot of when I was um, when I was working in office. Now, granted, I've spent most of my life, my adult career, in offices. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I've worked. A lot of things started shifting, I'd say about 10 years ago, where like big companies were adding workout spaces, gyms. They're bringing in like fitness instructors, trainers into corporate offices because people were having health problems. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, by the way, sitting for, you know, six to 10 hours a day Is going to take a toll on your mental and physical health. So I think that this is sort of a swap Mm -hmm. where you've got so many more people who are able to work mobile. And not everybody has a co working space. Like I talk to a lot of people, even people who are remote, and, you know, co working spaces are. They can be expensive mm-hmm. in a lot of places. Like, we're lucky here. We've got ample opportunities for co working space. It still costs you a little bit. So, unless your company's willing to foot that bill or you're very passionate about getting out of your house, like you have to get out of your house, I think people are just really looking for sort of spaces that are going to support the kind of energy you need to be working but will give you very easy access to fitness Mm -hmm. and i mean i think is interesting and you're talking through looking at the types of gyms the big box gyms like the equinox you know the the more kind of I sort of vision is like a little bit more luxe yeah it does not surprise me that they're taking advantage of yeah, this. I was
1: going to Equinox was another one of those. Yeah. That, another article I said that had some co-working spaces, yep.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense that that this would be a reality. And a place I think is interesting, that one gym that started it in their Somerville, Massachusetts location. Right. I lived in Somerville. I can attest a lot of those places, especially for young professionals, you are living with at least two to three other roommates in a small-ish space. Yeah. You don't have space for co-working. Like, you, you're you probably all sitting in the living room or your room. Like, there's no office space. You're just going to be on top of each other. You need to have some dedicated space. So, like, having a, having a place you can go do a workout and then you can actually do your calls because – remember a lot of like, especially the bigger gyms, they've got locker rooms and showers. And when I used to go to, um, my big box gym, like in my twenties, I had a very, very precise routine. Get up, go to the gym for an hour. I had to get ready at the gym. And then I would commute to work. If, if someone peeled off that commute part to work and I was able to just take like my first call at the gym that would save me a bunch of time Mm -hmm. or you know like you could rework it into your schedule to say well I've got this window I could do an hour workout or I could do like a 45 minute workout take a quick shower and then be ready for my next call you know it just it gives you some more flexibility and I think that's what people are really working to figure out how to structure into their day
1: yeah and I think uh i I'm obviously a big fan of this. Any Any way or any method we can get more fitness in an individuals' lives, especially people that um I mean I think I, I look at someone like yourself who, I mean, obviously you you did a great job this past week, but there's some weeks where you struggle, and it's like trying to catch up with doing a workout in the middle of the day is nearly impossible.
0: Which is crazy because my desk is next to our Peloton. (laughs) Right. It sits there and mocks me all day.
1: So I don't know if it'd be easier if you had, like, you went to your co working in a gym. Would you be just like, oh, I'm here, I have to do it? I don't know. I mean, you're a motivated person, so it's just, it might just be the demands of your job, but it's like. Yeah, I think it does have a lot to do with that. I think it's whatever, if I feel like there's a certain level of motivation that will be uh, gathered or, uh, kind of like, um, like absorbed if you have your co-working space in a gym, you know, I think it's just, it has to be almost like by proxy, you're going to be more fit, you know, I and mean, why, why go the extra mile of, cause I mean, like you said, there is a cost associating with using a co-working space in a gym, you know, and it's probably going to be more expensive than most co-working spaces, you know, I I don't know. Well, I'm just guessing, but the the fact that they have that benefit of a full gym at your disposal at, for your co-working spaces, I'm imagining' going to be somewhat of a, um, a elevated cost
0: i think I think the way that gyms are going to break into it though, is really similar to what we've seen with like the ones that have little cafes in them, which I think like some of like you know they've got juice bars and they've got you know even yoga studios have mm-hmm. this. they've got shops and. They try to make it like an all-inclusive experience. Right. And I think that the co-working space in the gym is gonna appeal most to that person who loves being in the gym and would rather like end their work day a little earlier, go finish it up at the co-working space, and then hit their workout like a little earlier so right. that they can then go about the rest of their life. Like it's it, like you said, it's gonna be a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like my my job, the reason that I cannot stop on a on a regular basis and do my workout in the middle of the day, it's because my job has me like on the phone or in front of my computer all day, mm-hmm. like business hours. I am busy <laughs> all of those all of those hours. Some days I can't even get to the darn like washing machine to do a load of laundry. And I'm like, why could I not stop for 10 minutes and do that? It's like, because you're just in that work mode. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an it's it's that part is not gonna change. If your job doesn't allow for you to take, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes to an hour in you know within the time frame of the gym the co-working space there it's not going to help you yeah. you know unless you just need a co-working space right and then i think you know they're they're going to probably they're going to probably add it on in like increments it'll be like oh well it's kind of like a cafe you can come and use the co-working space when you want and then as it gets more established, well, yeah, if you want to use that, there'll be like a premium to your membership. Right. And it'll kind of like expand and grow. But I think the big thing is that this idea that people are looking to incorporate work in an active lifestyle, I think that's great. And I yeah. think that the world making that more possible is freaking phenomenal yeah so nice like thank gosh for all of the coffee shops out there that have allowed people to co-work yeah and just squat on their Wi-Fi for Dude. like chunks of the day so funny because it gets you out
1: it's so funny I, I was uh the we had a, a new publix which is a grocery store here in Florida and a couple other states but we just had a new one uh, reopen. They just revamped it and redid it, and right next to where my gym Made is. It fancy, yeah, nice and fancy, it has a bar and everything in it. And but you know, I go in there and I chill and steal the Wi-Fi, you know, literally, and just hang out and get some computer work done. So after I do, you know, mean shopping for little things here and there, nice get a iced coffee here and, uh, from time to time. But <laughs> it's a good place to get out and you know do computer work and stuff instead of sitting at the gym or. You know, maybe sometimes I can't sit in the gym if, you know, they if uh, the other trainer has a private client or something like that. So, it's per it's exactly kind of what you talked about, very relatable to coffee shops. But I think this whole idea of gyms, big box gyms, offering co working spaces is a probably another. I mean, it's another form of corporate wellness, you know. I know it's yeah. uh it's still in the infancy and the couple of companies that we they talked about in the articles we saw about were more startup companies or smaller companies, but the whole idea of corporations paying for these types of uh benefits for their workers is something I think is uh, uh, a move in the positive direction. Right. Yeah, I think corporate yeah. wellness we've talked about uh before about how it's uh kind of a thing that's becoming very popular, especially as an employee benefit, you know, getting wellness benefits. Yep. Um and it's becoming not as it hopefully is becoming more popular, it's becoming more important. Um, yeah. so I mean I think it's becoming necessary that um, You know, if if corporations are going to demand type of the hours that they are of their employees, they need to have some health and fitness benefits because you're not only I think the demand of the work is really causing some preventing people from being having an active lifestyle, but also in byproduct probably causing some, you know, unnecessary stress. That yeah, they need to help uh, kind of alleviate or mitigate.
0: Absolutely.
1: So I think it's a it's a step in the positive direction. Hopefully, we'll see more. You know, like I said, lifetime is uh, one company, Equinox, that you uh, kind of said there there are some, and it's been happening over the years here and there, places adding co working spaces. But hopefully, more chains will start um, being it will start offering it more and more.
0: Yeah, it'll be a really interesting. Like this is like. This is going to be one of those possible trends that we keep an eye on mm-hmm. because I think it's, it's got a lot of possibility. We know that there's been some shakeups in the co-working spaces, um, the really big ones. <laughs> uh, but I think there's an opportunity. You know, as uh, hundreds of WeWorks close down across the country yeah. – there's still people that are going to be like, well, I need a co-working space. Well, I bet a big chunk of those people probably also go to the gym. Mm. So the other side of what we wanted to talk about today is the people that are working from home, that already have a co-working space, but maybe you don't go to the gym. Right. And Because that's really, that's really where I'm at right now. So we wanted to kind of make sure we're touching both sides here. So we're gonna watch that co-working at the gym trend. But I think that there's been a lot of positive momentum in like making home offices and just office spaces more fitness friendly. Mm -hmm. So what are some tips? I mean, you're a trainer, you're sure a good chunk of your clients are in offices, what would be some things that you could think of?
1: Like a home office or even an office office?
0: Office or a regular, like office in a mm. in a company or a home office, either or.
1: Well, it's interesting. Like, uh, uh, it, It's obviously I think you would have more at your disposal at home, but right. say you're stuck in your own office. I mean, it's uh, – I think – if you're, if you're able to get some sort of mat, like a yoga mat in there to do stretching and mobility, I think that's kind of, you know, requirement number one, you know, in my opinion. Um, Yes, there are stretches you can do standing or seated. uh, But really, uh, to really, I feel like it be comprehensive, having a mat to get down on the ground on Mm -hmm. is important. Um, So, I mean, I don't think people just want to lay on the floor. I think so. I think the mat's a a necessity. Um, And with that, I think resistance bands, both small ones and big ones, can help with both stretching, but they can also be used for resistance training throughout the day. I mean, doing things like curls or pull-aparts or um, just like uh, assisted band lifts or, you know, like a leg lift, I should say, with a band. And then the mini band for doing things like Clamshells, hydrants, things that can really strengthen your hips uh, and lower back. I think that's really important. So honestly, I think if you're, you know, at minimum mat and bands, I tell people, especially when they travel, that's really the biggest thing. I mean, you don't need a mat when you travel, but mini bands and you know, resistance bands are a perfect tool or uh piece of equipment to have when you travel and or at the office.
0: Yeah, and I will say that there's a lot more office spaces. When I was in office, they actually covered my kind of transition to um, more like standing desks or mm. raised desks, mm-hmm. and that was a game changer as someone who sat in, at a desk for a long period's of time. So your desk, like getting getting a standing desk situation or at least one where you have options to stand – that is really helpful to actually be more active because I don't think I ever even thought when I was in an office, like, Hey, I could do some, like, you know, some resistance training while I'm on this call, Mm -hmm. you know, because like you're not always on a video call. You could be, or sometimes you're listening to a webinar or something. You could be doing a nice little resistance training right there. Sure. Sure. But I will also say, We reviewed it before, and if you're at home in particular, but I guess you'd really just have to have your own office for this, um, would be to kind of take that uh, standing desk to a new level, literally, and add in a walking treadmill Mm -hmm. underneath. We reviewed one that I have, um, so definitely an easy add-on for a home office but you could you could use it in like a regular office right uh i think that it's another situation where you might get a couple of funny looks if you're just walking (laughs) you know if you're like what is that person doing Mm -hmm. um but i think that that's another really great option uh, to think about particularly at home yeah but I, I totally agree with you that having a mat um is it's something that I I wish that I used to do. Um but sometimes nowadays as I've gotten older I can't I can't sit for so long without stretching or moving. I think I would need to stop if I was in an office all day every day and I would need to like just stretch out. Mm-hmm that would be really
1: crucial yeah so yeah i think that's i mean we could elaborate more if you got it at home i mean you can get the kettlebells and things like that but i think minimum matte resistance bands especially mini bands too mm-hmm. resistance bands and mini bands sometimes they get i think uh confused but make sure when you google Resistance bands, you also look for mini bands.
0: Mini bands mm-hmm. look like large elastics, whereas yeah. resistance bands usually have hooks and handles on the ends. Yep. That's the difference, yeah.
1: folks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's some good recommendations. Yeah. So now let's get into what's got us pumped, because it sounds like both of us have something that's, that the listeners want to listen to. Oh, yeah. Or hear, I should say. So what's got you pumped?
0: So ironic, we were just talking about resistance bands because my new strength workout is mm-hmm. all around resistance training. Um, and you started to be on some resistance band workouts. So I can kind of credit this to you. Mm-hmm. You were very adamant, like, yes, you should do, if you're going to add some weights and you need you know to do kind of quick workouts, do resistance bands. Best starting point. Well, I got a little frustrated with the resistance bands, and it's it's my fault because so I, like, didn't really dive in to learn everything about them. I think resistance bands are one of those things you really need someone to guide you through. Mm-hmm. It's not a piece of equipment, unless you just have a lot of time to play with them, that you just instinctively know what to do with them. You're like, I do I that, wrap yeah. it around my head? How do I get more tension? Like... It's just it, there there could be some awkwardness. So I mean, I was I was doing videos. I was doing the workouts you gave me, and I was still getting frustrated with them, but I liked resistance training. I liked that it was a good way to get muscle burn and build strength, but I didn't I didn't know what else to do. So I've been looking at other workouts and things, and I came across P-volve in my Instagram feed. Further proof that Instagram is always listening to you and also is really good at advertising. Advertising is spot on. What is happening over there? Nothing. <laughs> um, so I came across Pvolve and uh, it is they have their own brilliant they did a smart thing and they created their own resistance equipment which mm-hmm. is exactly resistance bands and mini band workouts but with their own equipment and their their equipment is is kind of awesome <laughs> um it's it's easier it's more comfortable it's easy like i can get it on and off really quick it's adjustable, um, I'm not having to figure out like how to wrap things, and you know, they've got just enough kind of tension, different bands for different things, but then it also plugs into a app, and there's a bunch of workouts on there, and the workouts themselves, holy moly, there are workouts I tried the first, I did their seven day free trial, which anybody can do, um, as long as you've never done it before, you can do seven days free. If you buy one of their equipment packages, you're going to spend probably about the same amount of money, but then you get, you can buy their stuff on Amazon, by the way, it's what I did, um, from p You can also, if you get the equipment through them, through their website, they'll give you a free month if you buy one of their big packages. It's a bit more of an upfront commitment. I wasn't really sure I wanted to go that way. I didn't want all of that equipment. So I just bought the pieces I really was interested in and tried the seven days, and I love it. Nice. It's, like I said, it's just really accessible to me. The equipment is fun to use it's not like I'm sitting there going how the heck do I put this on or how do I hold this and then it's just very very straightforward the trainers cue you well on how to use the equipment they give you enough time to transition between different pieces if you need to I will say sliders or probably like that was one of the supplementary pieces of equipment that they suggest And that was honestly probably way harder to use than anything else. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like, I don't even know how to use a slider. It's been so long, but, um, yeah, I've, I just appreciate they have, you know, 20 minute, 30 minute workouts to 45 minute workouts. I've done the longer workouts and I've done the short workouts. You know what? Some of those short workouts, had me, even with no equipment, had me sweating my butt off. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I do one of those workouts, it's not like a slow buildup. It is like your whole body is working. It's best thing I can do to say it's resistance training, but it's also Pilates, it's also yoga, and it's also bar. Like nice. roll those Impressive. three in together and there's components of each so you're dealing with a lot more like small burnout kind of movement that you would experience in bar where your muscles are just screaming and you're doing this tiny little movement but then pilates like in terms of how you're moving functional movement they're Mm. all about functional movement a lot of the stabilizing muscles are getting utilized um, and then yoga, some of like the positions that you find yourself in are very familiar. And some of the things you do, how you move, again, really heavy focus on functional movement. It's things that are gonna help you in your day to day life.
1: Wow. Sounds impressive. You're gonna have huh. to try
0: one of these workouts. I
1: guess I think. so. Wow, that is something to be pumped for. So
0: yeah, super pumped.
1: Yeah. Mine's not as exciting as that or detailed as that. Uh, I had my jujitsu tournament this past weekend. I think I was talking to you guys about Dude, it leading that's up to super this.
0: Exciting.
1: Uh, so I went one and two, and the first match just uh, just got somebody who was better than me and lost out. And then did good in my second match, won on points. In the third match, and it being a marathon match, lasted nine minutes. Had a great position and couldn't capitalize. The guy was very tough and lasted it out, or I guess it outlasted me is probably the better way of putting it. And Ended up scoring points in overtime that I couldn't answer. So it was just a, a, a long and somewhat disappointing finish, but I felt somewhat accomplished by what I did. So, uh, you know, it was uh, it was uh, really focused on... I was focused on that last week, and uh, so uh, somewhat happy and disappointed simultaneously for my uh, performance, but didn't get hurt, which is always the most important thing so I'm pretty uh, pretty excited about that so well and I think you, for that, I should say
0: you were against possibly one of the most flexible males I've ever seen <laughs> in my life
1: well he was seventeen so it's probably it's nice to have a the youth on your side
0: oh yeah but mm-hmm. he's like a human gumby
1: mm-hmm.
0: honestly <laughs> but yeah um but Even if you lose at a competition like that, I have to ask, do you feel like it's so fast you don't get anything out of it? Or do you feel like you walked away from that experience still having gains? Like even if it's mental gains or... Technique gains. Anything else you feel like you walk away from a competition with?
1: Yeah, I mean, I learned. Obviously, I didn't go three and zero, so I think I definitely had stuff to learn from. So I definitely learned stuff. So it was just, it was just, yeah. Like I said, it was a it was something that just got to keep working. I mean, I'm not to the top level ele- yet, so I have m- plenty to learn. So I think it was definitely. It's always a useful practice. Yeah experience. So thanks for joining us tonight, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you uh, learned something. Uh, if you have anything that interests you in the field of health and fitness and want to reach out to us, please follow us on Instagram. Uh, and you can send us a DM on uh, at the ATF podcast. Um, don't forget to give those rating and reviews to us and share the podcast with a friend. Got anything else for him mm-hmm. tonight? No. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the Podcast and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.